This episode of the Kutu Muay Thai Podcast is brought to you by PMTLifestyle.com, authentic Muay Thai lifestyle by Kutu. Definitely go check out the website at PMTLifestyle.com for some awesome lifestyle merchandise that's for those of you out there either involved in Muay Thai, looking at getting involved in Muay Thai, and embrace a healthier lifestyle to live the life of Nak Muay. Go check it out. Swati Kop, welcome to this episode of the Kutu Muay Thai Podcast. Today is... Thursday, February 9th, 2023. We're coming in live on TikTok as well as on the Muay Thai Community Discord server. I want to give a shout out to everybody on the Muay Thai Community Discord server. We have a fantastic community on there. If uh, you're not on there, go jump on there. You can just check out the link in the show notes. If you're not familiar with Discord, Discord is a live community chatting app. There's voice chat, video chat, of course, text chat, which is the most popular. Uh, but what it allows us to do is to document these conversations that we have and be able to easily search them using Discord's built-in function. I want to give a shout-out to everybody over here on TikTok. I see you chiming in on the live. We're recording right now for anybody that's interested in Muay Thai. If you got questions, I see some of you popping in here. If you have questions, drop them in the chat. I'm happy to answer it. If you don't know what Muay Thai is... It doesn't matter. There's no question. Just let me know what questions you have, all right? But I'm just pulling up the one championship card for this weekend as I'm, I'm going through this here. But um, last yesterday, we, uh, one of the things I forgot to talk about was this. Uh, basically, the, the fights that are coming up this Friday for one championship, uh, it's tomorrow. So let me check this out. It's actually one uh, Lumpini uh, in Bangkok. So that's going to be coming up. This one, there's there's a couple fights on here I'm really excited for. But I'm going to start from uh, the preliminary coming up. So first one, ooh, Judy Humbler from Scotland versus Milena Garcia. Uh, this is a is a catch weight at 58.9 kilograms. So I actually know Milena. I met her when she first came to Thailand back in 2019 from Argentina. I don't know much about uh, Judy Humber or Humber. I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly. Uh, but Milena is definitely down to scrap. I remember when she first showed up, they're like, hey, do you want to fight in like three days? And this is just after she got the plane. She's like, yeah, hell yeah, I'm fighting. All right. Um, and then we're going into the next one. We have Akib Awan versus uh, Pierre uh, Daniso from Thailand. So Pakistan versus Thailand. Don't know about these guys. Uh, but these are the, the thing is with one FC or the road to one is what these are the one uh, series that's at Lumpini is kind of like the road to one for people. So you're gonna see a lot of people coming through here. I see some questions on here. Who do you think will win the Super Lek versus Ronting match in March? And then uh, can I borrow a dollar? Said I'm looking for a guy who can get what I need for the right price. No questions asked. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, can is it a dollar? Is that what you're asking for, man? This is talking to the people over on TikTok. Um, I don't know what what's what's what do you need? How many food stamps do you get per week? <laughs> this these are some funny questions, man. It well, there's 83 people in here. How many food stamps? I get zero food stamps per week, guys. For my for my fans over on TikTok, zero. That's a great name, by the way. Uh, butt sauce powder. I need a dollar. What do you need? Well, you're saying no questions asked. So I'm not. I'm gonna say, I'm not gonna ask you a question, but a dollar can go a long way. So I can only imagine what you'd use it for. 
What are some uses you would have? All right, Aunt Wright, happy Black History Month. Yes, Black History Month, February, here we go. Um, next up on the card, we have Hiroki Suzuki from Japan versus Freya Emin Eminipur from Iran. And then we have Bruna Azevedo from Brazil versus Talek Gamadov from Azerbaijan. And then we have Ferrari Fairtex from Thailand. Probably lose it in the washing machine. <laughs> you would lose it in the washing machine, man. I've done. I've been there before. Not just cash. It also eats your socks, right? But for anybody that's on here, live on TikTok, give us a follow. If you're interested in Muay Thai combat sports, double tap the screen. I got a lot of you in here. Double tap the screen a few times. We are a minority-owned small business located in Ventura, Santa Barbara, California. Martial arts, the martial art of Muay Thai, we're the only Muay Thai academies in our area. Um, there's other mixed martial arts places, but um, it means the world to us. We're bouncing back from COVID, coming back strong with the help of people like you on TikTok. And I really appreciate it. Thank you for stopping in on the live. So if you're not familiar, we're going over the One Championship card. If you don't follow One Championship here on TikTok, go check out One Championship. All right. And they have a pretty substantial TikTok following. So I'll go check them out. But this, this match right here, uh, Fabio Reis from Portugal versus Ferrari Fairtex. So I don't know much about Far Fabio Reis, but I will say that Ferrari Fairtex, I was telling one of our students today, when I was at Fairtex back in December, I heard this kick on the pads. Bam, bam. Like, damn, that kind of sounds like Yodson Clyde when he used to kick on the pads because I've been there a couple times. And when he was kicking the pad like that, man, I, I walked in and I saw him. I'm like, who is this guy? And it's Ferrari Fairtex. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing him. I've, I haven't seen that many people kick the pad like that before. Uh, and then we have uh, Chungao Jitmongnun versus An Bunar. So that's Thailand versus Cambodia from the famous, now infamous Jitmongnun Stadium. Then we have Gushchung Fairtex versus Francisca Vera from Chile. And then we have Alessandro. Man, there's a lot of people. Alessandro Serra, Italy. Then this guy kind of looks like Coach Tomas. That's pretty funny. What's up, Sam Bailey? How you doing, man? Hope you're doing good. Um... I'm just going over the one championship card that's uh, this Friday over in uh, at Lumpini Stadium in Bangkok. Hope you're doing good, brother. Uh, so we have Alessandro Serra versus Erdem Taha Dinser from Turkey. Man, we got a pretty international card in here. Uh, Monkokil Sor Samai versus Pechmung Suri Tided Gao Gao from Thailand versus Thailand. And in the main event, we have set up flyweight Muay Thai. Dong Sampong, Jitmong Nun versus Batman. Dude, how can you not go... How can you not be cheering for Batman? Batman or Achiria. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. But uh, I've seen his name pop up a couple times. I've actually seen him fight before. So uh, looking forward to seeing this card. Feeling great. Excited to watch this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be a, a good night of cards, man. Uh, a pretty decent fight card. I'm really looking forward to the Ferrari Fairtex one. And someone else had a question... It was saying it was from uh, Mars98. Who do you think will win the Superlek versus Rodting match in March? Um, honestly, I think uh, Superlek will get that one. I have a feeling this is something I was just talking about. Not hating on Rodting at all. Great fighter. Not taking anything away. But I will say, I feel like he's at the point in his career where either he's going to take a little break and go back to the drawing board and kind of enjoy his superstardom a little bit, do his seminar tours and make some cash, and then get back to it. Or he's going to really just double down and go on a freaking tear. So that's my personal opinion. And I've seen it with a couple other Thai fighters that are in a similar situation to him in the past. 
Uh, some of them, they just kind of got lackadaisical with their training, and they didn't really take it as serious as they should have, uh, I guess is what I'm getting at. Um, and, I mean, we saw it, he, he missed weight, all that stuff, kind of messed up the card and everything, too. Just drinking some kombucha as well. So, going over to the one championship open weight tournament. So, open weight tournament. This is something that I feel like a lot of people don't really quite... Maybe if you're newer to combat sports, or you're not like a diehard fan of like striking. I really feel like with this, like there's going to be some people who may not remember K1. Uh, it was K1 World Grand Prix. But with Muay Thai... They never done like K one is kickboxing is different. There's always been there's been more money in kickboxing all the time. I mean, if you've followed our channel, we've gone into some of those details why that might be. Um, and there's a lot out there on the internet about this stuff too. Uh, if you are watching here on TikTok, you can go check out the link in our bio. Just go smash it. Double tap the screen a few times here, guys. Too while you're in here, it means a lot to me. It helps us grow and show. Uh, but. Go back, go check the Putu Muay Thai podcast. This is going to be episode 114, I believe, of the Putu Muay Thai podcast. And there is a ton of information, interviews you've had on here. So uh, this was last month. So January 11th is when this news broke. One championship announces 16-man openweight Muay Thai Grand Prix tournament. Kickboxing being Olympics 2029 or 28. I'll believe it when I see it, Sam Bailey. Uh, I mean, same thing, Muay Thai is supposed to be in there too, but there's a lot of red tape they got to get around, man. Um, you know, they got the uh, USOC, U.S. Olympic Committee um, recognition, but there's a lot of things that are holding it back. If you go, I talked about it a little bit, was about how um, Cambodia, you know, they're doing the Southeast Asian Games and they're refusing to call it Muay Thai, right? I don't know what they're doing with kickboxing for Southeast Asian Games, but they're calling it Kung Kamai. That's what they're putting on there. It's the country's choice to be able to do that, but it's going against uh, the IOC. So we'll see what that does because that basically destroys like unification, which is what they're looking for in order to be able to do this. But I don't think kickboxing has that same kind of political strife going on there. Going back onto this, so K1 used to have the K1 World Grand Prix. It was in Japan. They did it for multiple years in a row. That's where Bokao Banchamek became very famous back when he used to fight out of the Port Pramuk gym. Uh, and this is really what brought Muay Thai to the limelight and made Bokao a superstar in Muay Thai and really brought his name in the West. Um, now, so we've been seeing these Muay Thai fighters, like Bokao, Muay Thai fighter, fighting in kickboxing for money or these big tournaments, Joe Schilling, you know, Artem Levin, Simon Marcus, fighting in these big kickboxing tournaments, these one-night tournaments. And then, you know, when really what we want to see them fight is we want to see them fight Muay Thai, like what they're good at. Right? So you're watching a whole bunch of Muay Thai fighters that are fighting in kickboxing. But now, one championship, they heard, they had their finger on the pulse of the combat sports community saying, we need another uh, K1 tournament. So that's what this one championship tournament is. And it's not kickboxing, it is Muay Thai. All right? So I'm reading this from MMA Junkies. Uh, forum here. It says, one championship has big plans for Muay Thai arm of his combat sports promotion, uh, promotion this year. Company president and CEO Chatri Setyotong announced on Wednesday plans for a 16-man Grand Prix that will pay the winner $1 million U.S. million. All comers will be welcome to. The tournament will be open weight. All right. I would like to announce the greatest Grand Prix in the history of the sport of Muay Thai, said, you know, said Chatri. 
during a press conference. One million U.S. dollars, 16 of the best strikers in the world would descend this year for one million U.S. dollars. Fans all over the world, tell me who you want to see. Sia Tung did not reveal additional details such as when the Grand Prix will launch or how seating will be determined. He promises it will be something special and he tends to embrace the open weight format. This is an open weight Grand Prix, says Sia Tung. This is said, this is going to blow up. You're going to see big guys against small guys. It's going to be huge. So I talked about this yesterday, was seeing Kao Klai, Ken Singh, knock out Mighty Mo. That was like the de facto Muay Thai, like you, tie, you Googled Muay Thai head kick, and it was a picture of Kao Klai throwing a freaking jumping roundhouse kick with his shin on Mighty Mo's head. Kao Klai was like 175, 180 pounds. Mighty Mo was over 300 pounds, so, or something like that. And... This is Kao Klai knocking him out with a head kick. So it really, again, spotlighted Muay Thai in that aspect. Uh, but we, we kind of came up with a um, dream team of, like, these are people that I would love to see, like, if they're in their prime in this open weight tournament. All right? People that, like, think about this, and I'll describe it a little bit. All right. So number one, all right, Vitor Belfort. And I'm not talking like Victor Belfort now. I'm talking about like Victor Belfort on TRT freaking freak show on testosterone. All right. I want to see Victor Belfort in there. All right. Just because of the entertainment. Hey, I'm just starting. Got any tips? DJ, DJ Blow. Yeah, I can get to that in just a second, man. I'm just going to go through this, but happy to answer any questions you got. Um, if you are watching this too, I highly recommend you go check out the Muay Thai Community Discord. If you just search uh, Beginner Tips, there is so many threads of beginner tips that have been documented. It's one of the reasons why we have the Muay Thai Community Discord server because the way the search function works in there, it allows people like you to be able to go in there and put beginner tips, all right, and see all the conversations of all. There's there's pro fighters in there. There's pro coaches. There's people just like you asking questions and giving feedback and stuff like that as well. All right. So after Vitor Belfort, we would have Anderson Silva. Peak Spider Silva in there, all right? And so, again, um, yeah, definitely go check it out, DJ Blow. Um, with Anderson Silva, the reason I'm naming some of these people, too, is the amount of clout that it would bring into this tournament. All right, number three, I would have Tyrone Spong, all right? Freaking Tyrone Spong back when he was, like, training with Lucian Corbin, and he was in, like, his prime kill mode, you know, young, I'm going to say like 22, 23-year-old Tyrone Spong. All right, that's going to be my number three pick that I want for this dream dream tournament. Okay, number four, Badr Hari. All right, if you don't know who Badr Hari is, freaking from Morocco, you know, by way of the Netherlands, this guy is like, you know, I want him like when he was fresh out of prison, when he was like stomping and beating the shit out of people. That's I want that Badr Hari, that prime Badr Hari in there. All right, um, with Badr Hari... The coolest thing about it is like seeing him with Tyrone Spong. There's already drama there, and then seeing Anderson Silva and freaking Victor Belfort, Vitor. All right, in there. All right, number five, I would pick Alistair Overeem back when he was on that horse beef diet. And if you don't know the horse beef diet, it's kind of a joke. You know, in Japan they didn't test for steroids and stuff like that. And Alistair Overeem was freaking ginormous, and he there was like a documentary team him saying he was eating horse meat in order to get bulked, right? And like I said, Japan they wouldn't drug test. So let's just leave it at that, all right? Uh, but seeing Alistair Overeem, the Reem, in there as well in the mix, so that's my number five pick. Okay, number six. Right, this is where it gets entertaining too. 
I would pick Simon Marcus. Back when Simon Marcus was doing like the two versus one fights and knocking out two people back to back in one night, that I want to see that Simon Marcus before he got chin checked by Joe Schilling at the Glory Tournament. Again, that was an eight man kickboxing tournament. So I want to see Simon Marcus, primetime Simon Marcus, come back and and get into this tournament. All right. So after that one, uh, number pick number seven is going to be. Fedor Emelianenko, back in his prime, just because of who he is and the name that he brings. I think that would bring a lot of excitement. It's kind of like the wild card into this tournament. Again, these are all big guys. It's open weight, all right? And Simon Marcus is kind of on that smaller side and so uh, of this tournament. So I think that's where this would really come into play. Sam Bailey Jr. says the Discord is great. I'm glad you're in there, man. Thank you for joining there. Post your content in there too, man, in the media section on the Moitex Community Discord. Post links to your uh, media or in the video section. Um, get some more views, man. Um, that's why it's there. Okay, last but not least, last night I was thinking about this. So, again, I, all these people are kind of like free, either like, you know, genetic freaks, like they're very genetically gifted, or they're on freaking straight up testosterone. All right? They're, they're on, you know, performance enhancing drugs. This guy. Just got popped for PEDs, and I've seen him grow throughout time. Freaking from Ukraine, Artur Kaishenko. Artur Kaishenko also fought in the K1 tournaments. I would love to see him come back into the one championship ring, into the open weight tournament. You know, he's, again, he's around Simon Marcus's weight, but again, he's taking, you know, he just got put, he got his uh, title taken away from him. I guess he uh, pissed dirty on his fight against Johan Liden. Uh, but I would love to see Artur Kashenko come into this tournament fighting Muay Thai rules. And you have this selection of eight people. Again, they're doing 16. So this is like my eight pick of like who would be in the final eight. Um, and there's a lot that goes into that because they do like the preliminary, then they do the one-night tournament. I believe that's what they're going to be doing. One of the coolest things about this for anybody that's listening to this is that these kickboxing tournaments that they used to do which is now would be muay thai is they would have like behind the scenes footage of what's going on in the change room people getting iced up getting checked out by the doctor people not being able to fight anymore and just all this drama that goes into these fights and these build-ups like you know some people get shit picks in the tournament right they get the bad seed but these people are going to be able to go in here things with muay thai yeah the dynamic of the elbow all right and being able to sweep and stuff like that like the chance of injury goes up pretty substantially especially with people this size uh, i don't foresee anybody too small being in here like under 170 175 pounds honestly anything under 175 pounds might be too small for a muay thai open weight tournament especially if you're getting big names and big people in here all right so when it comes into uh muay thai in this tournament i want to hear what questions you have if you're listening to this later on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the podcast platforms, YouTube Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, at me, at Pu'u Muay Thai on Instagram, shoot me a DM, or on TikTok, at Pu'u Muay Thai. Send me a message. We have open messages. They changed the messaging feature in TikTok. I'm very happy about that. But chain, go, go send a message in there. Let me know who you want to see in this tournament. All right, let me know what questions you have about this tournament and what you want to hear about it. All right, we actually talked about in the Muay Thai community discord about having a game night using a random seater and we can get eight more people, like eight more in this this dream team and do like a random seating where it's like, hey, people are winning either by like uh, 
points, right? So we can just do random seed and see what happens. But just make it a little fun, get together, and that way we can come together as a community and, and see, and you never know, maybe these random seeds will end up matching up with the people when we know who the final selection is, right? Uh, but I would love to get together and do like a fantasy drawing for these two. Uh, there's a ton, a ton, a ton of talent out there in the world that is untapped, all right? I was just talking yesterday about, um, you know, Superbond getting knocked out and, you know, the people who are coming up through Muay Thai and kickboxing right now and how one championship is at that forefront. And I'm just pretty blown away to see what all this entertainment that's coming out of this. And I'm so happy that Chatry is listening to the community intently about, okay, what do people want? What does the what do the people want? You know, and we talked about this too, is like with the entertainment style Muay Thai taking over the stadiums in Thailand. I think the people have spoken. They want entertainment Muay Thai. Alright? Um but again, let me know what you think about that as well. Is Muay Thai, you know, if you don't know the difference between entertainment and stadium style Muay Thai, definitely go do your research, look up TV7, uh, Muay Thai Stadium, look up, you know, Muay Thai Gambling. You can read my friend Matt Lucas's book on fighting in Thailand so you can better understanding of it. Come in the Muay Thai Community Discord. But if you do, you can message me on the Muay Thai Community Discord as well. I'm one of the admins on there. Um, you can send me a private message like, hey, uh, Jonathan, I think that, you know, entertainment Muay Thai is here to stay. You know, stadium Muay Thai is going to take a back seat. Personally, I think that you're going to see more international fights with the entertainment stuff and not so much the stadium Muay Thai with the gambling. I have a feeling that gambling is always going to be a part in some way for Muay Thai. They're going to kind of, people are going to go between both. That's the way I see it, at least. Uh, going through uh, here at Putin Muay Thai this Friday, sorry, not this Friday, this Saturday at Putin Muay Thai Santa Barbara, it is open to all academies. Anybody's welcome. We have Mr. Gabe David who's going to be visiting us again. He's going to be doing a guest class this time. Uh, we're asking a $40 suggested cash-only donation. All money is going to go towards him in making his second fight at the Codchuk promotion in Tulum, Mexico, uh, Rumble in the Jungle, Mexico. Codchuk, that's rope fight, being able to fight with the ropes in your hands, old-school, old-style Muay Thai, all right? Um, and it just looks more badass. Like, I, I got to referee some of these fights, uh, last uh, last year, I think it was November. Man, it was crazy last quarter last year. But they have Eddie Brooke and Farrell and Ryan Alcock and his wife Carol uh, are working in together for basically for Rumble in the Jungle. And they're wearing ropes on their hands and they're they're no boxing gloves. They have a hand wrap and they put hemp rope on the hands and they're able to fight with that instead of like an MMA glove or a boxing glove. So there's definitely more impact. Um, there's somebody, I heard his jaw pop on the first punch. I could like hear it audibly. Like again, I was refereeing, so I'm in the ring. And I hear this pop. Uh, it's pretty, uh, crazy to be able to be in there and, and, and officiate that kind of stuff too. Um, when it comes into like a regulatory standpoint, when you're inspecting gloves, like when you inspect a hemp rope, like what do you, what are you looking for? Right. Uh, there is some things to look for, but it's just much different when you have somebody showing you their hands and there's fingers and there's rope right um but if you're on here watching or you're listening to this later i'm happy again to announce that we have our amazon review page up if you're looking for equipment reviews so you know media uh reviews you know i go over some of the equipment hardware that we use for the Putin muay thai media 
um, what we do for our editing and software, hardware, things like that too. So if you're interested in a, a content creation, definitely go check that out. Um, the link is in the show notes. It's also on all our social media uh, links on Instagram and on TikTok. You can go click on there, click equipment reviews. I have a whole list of suggestions that I'm always building out. Beginner sparring equipment, beginner training equipment, at-home training equipment, different equipment that you can get, that you can train with at home. You can go check out and see what I personally recommend along with some of my personal notes on it. By going on there and just watching it, you actually directly support Pu'u Muay Thai because by going on there and just looking at it, if you go buy anything on Amazon after that, it doesn't have to be ours through us. It, it directly gives us a commission. I have to be upfront about this, but um, you know, if you're already buying stuff on Amazon, why not go support Muay Thai and support a small business as well? I uh, would really appreciate it. All right, but kind of going through, it's already going to be mid-February. Uh, Valentine's Day is next next week, I believe, on the 14th on Tuesday. Uh, looking forward to doing some clinching on Valentine's Day. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, but for everybody out there on the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in today. Don't forget to leave a review. It would mean the absolute world to me and my team to see your feedback. Again, at me, at Pu'u Muay Thai on Instagram and on TikTok. You can message me on the Muay Thai Community Discord as well. The links are all down in the show notes. Have a great day. That's it today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys are listening on iTunes, please go leave a review. It means the world to me if you enjoy the content, if you like hearing about all stuff that has to do with Muay Thai and what we're doing. 